going on everybody it's your boy Val Cisco alongside me my co-host Jay Rance as we bring you a new segment to Elite Wrestling Audio we call this three counts and no not the popular three-man boy band from WCW this is a top three countdown of our favorite things in professional wrestling Jay how you doing brother I'm good, bro. I am chilling. Excited for this segment. Let us see how this goes, man. Definitely. We want. How are you doing? I'm doing fantastic. I wanted to let the audience know that we're trying to mix it up a little bit and trying to bring our personalities and what we like to talk about on a weekly basis. Instead of giving you guys recaps all the time, we want to give you something new, something to salivate over. So we created this. I like it, bro. Yeah, I think it's like um, you said, it'll give, I guess, the listeners... Um, a view of, you know, our insights of what we like, what we don't like. Uh, it's kind of intimate, personal, you know, they'll get to know a little bit of us as opposed to, like you said, just the reviews and the rants that we go on on Smart Talk, which are fucking great, you know, but, um, yeah, I'm excited for this. Me bro. too, man. And I like the idea of three because sometimes we into a top five or a top ten. You could work with that a little bit, you know, eliminate one thing, eliminate two things or whatnot. Mm-hmm. With a top three, it's very difficult because you really have to narrow down what it you is. love or what you hate. And this time we have a special, special segment for you guys on the top worst wrestling finishers of all time. Now, we all love finishers, guys. Are sharpshooters, stone cold stunners, tombstone pile drivers. They're great. They're epic. They're phenomenal. They're in the, the annals of history forever. <laughs> <laughs> but for every tombstone, for every tombstone pile driver, there's also a crush heart punch out there. And as much as I love that move, <laughs> we gotta talk about the nonsense. And yes, we can suspend our disbelief all we want in professional wrestling. But sometimes uh, shit looks sour. Shit looks stupid. Do you agree? <laughs> no, I, I agree with you. I definitely. Some of them are fucking epic, and then some of them are like anticlimactic and some of them are just like what the fuck like what is this you know so yeah i agree with you a thousand percent i was actually gonna ask you a question what makes to you what makes an awesome finisher like what makes a finisher impactful uh eye grabbing attention grabbing like what 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 does it do for you what does it have to be all right so to me honestly crowd reaction has to go along with a finisher it has to make the crowd pop but and also is mm. the impact of the move. When you look at a thing as simple as a Stone Cold Stunner, it's basically a reverse jawbreaker, but it works so well because its setup is awesome. Same thing with the Diamond Cutter. Mm-hmm. Diamond Cutter is like a lazy ace crusher, <laughs> but the setup... I knew that was, <laughs> I knew that was coming in this <laughs> But the setup is awesome. You got to give that man credit. You know, 35 years old, not knowing what the fuck to do, Busses that shit out, and I, I give him credit for making it look great. So, in my eyes, the impact and the fan reaction has to make the move. What about you? <laughs> now you got me before I go on. Now you got me over here, YouTube and diamond cutters, bro. <laughs> you gotta, you know, it's a good memory lane to look yeah. at. 
go down uh-huh. to like I believe WCW World Tour and look at that first mm-hmm. Diamond Cutter or Ace Crusher. Bro, it's the laziest thing you've ever seen in your life. <laughs> this is like one hand, and he, like, he trips forward, and like it's great. <laughs> Half of them were like that, bro. Like I can't even believe. Let me see. Hold on. Is this the one that he was doing on Eddie? Okay, yeah, that's the one where he flipped Eddie around. That was probably like his best diamond crusher ever. He even got excited. Yeah. Look at him. Like I, he, He's like, I can't believe I did but see, that. That's <laughs> the beauty of, of Diamond Dollars Page, at least. like He makes that move. Something as dumb as that can be. Because it doesn't look like it hurts. Uh, like, yeah. If you look at it in all reality, Diamond Cutter, RKO, they don't look like they hurt whatsoever. If anything, you're protecting the jaw than actually hurting it. <laughs> but That's true. You yeah. make it look good. That's you make true. it look like your own, and I guess you get it over. There's some moves mm-hmm. out there, though, that we cannot forgive whatsoever. And we're going to get down to it. Let's get down to the nitty-gritty of our top three. Uh, do you want to go first or you want me to go first? <sighs> No, you can, you can start it off first. Let's go. You jump into right. it. Usually it's always me going in. Let's mix it up. Since it's a new segment, let's I'll, pl- I'll pop the cherry with this right here. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> All right. So this move has always bothered me since like 2003. I don't know why, but it's just an awkward move. The way it's set up and the way that it has like a, a lackluster impact and how it just got over with two superstars always bothered me. Randy Orton used mm. this as his first finisher and MVP used it for a hell of a long time before he switched it up. This move was the overdrive playmaker. It was a stupid yeah. ass move where you put your leg on the opponent's head or neck. You have his arm up and you spin him. So he lands on his back. He doesn't even land on his head. Nothing looks like mm-hmm. it hurts whatsoever. It's always bothered me. And the fact that MVP uses the pin people with no fucking problem, with no impact whatsoever, bro, it just, it, it's a nasty move. I hate looking at it every time somebody now uses it. And they instantly get rid of it as well, too, because they know it's dumb. It's one of my least favorite moves of all time. That's why it's in my top three, brother. <laughs> <laughs> This is another move that I knew was going to be on the countdown for sure, for sure. Because I agree with you a thousand percent. I think Carlito did it as well. Oh, no. Yes, I think he did. This is a nightmare. (laughs) Yeah. But, you know, and then just the name, you know, you had MVP Playmaker. Then if I'm not mistaken, somewhere, it probably wasn't even really stated, but I know somewhere I heard it or read it. When Randy Orton had it, it was like the Ozone. Ozone, that's what it was. Yeah. (laughs) Horrible. (laughs) Bro. Terrible, terrible, terrible move. I agree with you a thousand percent. Like, this move is so terrible. It looks awkward to set up, like you said. It even looks uncomfortable for the person getting set up. Very much so. Like, they look like they're in pain just by in that. Like, and not in the right <laughs> pain. Like, that's like right. as a wrestler, you're like, you know, this is not cool, man. <laughs> Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Like as a wrestler, you gotta tolerate a lot of shit. You gotta tolerate getting slapped in the face. Whatever they tell you, slap, spit, fucking made look like a fool, whatever. Now you got somebody's kneecap on the back of your neck, bro. I'm surprised nobody got sent to the chiropractor alone just with the bro, setup. Bro. You know like, the ribs that they do in the back yeah. as well. Too imagine someone blowing ass while doing that move right there. Like, oh, oh my I'm, god. Well. <laughs> Bro. <laughs> bro, I'm surprised nobody has came out with a story like that, bro. Like, yo, that, you see, that would be my way of giving a receipt. You know how wrestling has receipts. <laughs> that would be my way of giving a receipt, bro. I'll, yo, I'll make sure I'll eat the illest chimichangas, like the Jack and Jill. Chimichanga bombs, bro. I'm hitting you with the overdrive with the chimichanga bombs. <laughs> 
<laughs> and Yo, I get it. Idea. I get it. Like this is like the basic move for people. Like back in the day, we saw like the basic moves. We saw like the STO. That was mm-hmm. a fucking basic move. The, the the roll the dice, which everybody fucking uses as well oh, too. Yeah. But, Didn't Bo Dallas use that? I think we were talking about Bo, Bo Dallas. Dallas Cody Rose yeah. uses it. Damian Priest uses it now. Like mm-hmm. it looks good, and and STO looks good as well too. But this move, it just this it doesn't look like it hurts, and it's just very awkward and. I don't like it. I don't like it. It actually, <laughs> yeah, I don't like it. You can have it back. Like, it definitely looks also like it hurts the person it delivers, yes. bro. Like, you're just falling flat on your face and just like, it looks bad, bro. It looks bad. It almost looks as weird and awkward as planking as the diamond cutter. <laughs> like, just, I'm laying out. I'm just laying out. Like, you're just giving up. Like, that's it. Ah. Like, it's, it's very hard to look at, bro. It's not impactful at all whatsoever. So how these people, like you said, as it's it's weird at, that these people actually legit scored pins off of this because it's like it's not impactful, bro. Like there's nothing, nothing. It doesn't scream wow. It doesn't scream like you know, like you said. It has to be impactful. It has to wow you. The crowd has to go along with it. And bro, nothing, nothing. If anything, it, it just. It looked like, I mean, I get it because I guess it looked like it hurt, but it looked like it hurt in all the wrong yeah. ways. Like you said, too complicated. Like, yeah, and you know what? There's better finishers out there. Hell, my man Randy the Ram had a better move. Ram Jam all day, bro. <laughs> Ram Jam. <laughs> oh, yeah. Ram Jam was great, bro. No, I feel you, man. But I agree with you. This one definitely had to be on the freaking list. Like, this, this move is terrible, even though this is a personal choice, but, bro. Whoever dead ass gets excited for the overdrive, bro. Like I don't know, man. I'm sure I'm sure there's somebody out there creating in Fire Pro Wrestling or this bro, with Aaron Morrow calling that. Oh my god! It's the ozone! <laughs> Straight out of the galaxy! It's the ozone! <laughs> You see, bro? Now you need to give that shit to Chris Stetlander, bro. I would be so so. <laughs> and if they had Morrow calling it, like, Stetlander with the ozone, my God. The intergalactic like, heroine comes out of the fourth <laughs> galaxy and delivers a devastating ozone. <laughs> oh, I would love it. I would love it, bro. That is great, man. I don't know. But definitely, definitely terrible finisher. I don't know how people picked up pins on that, yeah. bro. But... Since you popped the cherry, let's keep the trend going. You're, you're, I, you're gonna know, bro. I love it. I'm sorry, I'm stuttering because you mentioned it. That's why I was laughing so hard. But when I was sitting here making this list, like I was like, hmm. first ones, you know, that came up. I thought about the Kali drop. <laughs> I even thought about the fucking Hogan head <laughs> drop, bro. It was a terrible move. But it, it's great. It's impactful. Maybe in this generation now, it, it would be awesome, and I probably would appreciate it for, like, not saying that the dude was, you know, not big at all or intimidating, but maybe the gimmick for me or whatever. But my number three, it, it's going to hurt because I like it. It's kind of barbaric. It has to be the heart <laughs> crush. Like, I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, yo, bro, it's... It's cool. It's impactful. It's nice, but maybe just the gimmick for the time frame. The you know, then you got the crush with the paintings and all that. I mean, you see, it would have worked more when DOA eight days and stuff like that, and Brian Adams and stuff like that. But like, it just wasn't flowing for me, you know. And you're a colorful, bright dude, and you come here with this barbaric move where you know you're supposedly stopping somebody's <laughs> heart, like and you dead punching them in the heart with the full disrespect, like yo, uh, take that, you know what I'm saying? And then um, the setup, the setup, bro. Like I get it, it's wrestling, it's it's entertainment. 
Bro, ain't nobody gonna stand there long enough with their hands all the way to the back pulled over. That's already uncomfortable, bro. Like you ever try to do a fucking a tricep extension or something? Like, and it's already uncomfortable as hell, bro. And he's sitting there like, eh, did it. and then sometimes he wouldn't even. I mean, of course, he probably can't take the risk punching the dude in the heart, but he would just punch him under the titty or something, like in the wrist. <laughs> Yo, bro, number three for me has to be fucking Crush's heart punch. Listen, terrible, listen. Terrible. In the yeah. 1970s, there was a man named Ox Baker, and Ox Baker was a mean motherfucker. You can look him up. He had <laughs> Mr. Sinister eyebrows and this epic handlebar mustache. This guy, this Mongolian yeah. nightmare, used to make the heart punch look good. And allegedly, he actually killed somebody with the heart punch, okay? <laughs> because he probably knocked somebody's heart for real. That's what, that's what I'm telling you. Yeah, that's what I'm telling you, bro. Like, you done. You done. Like, I got him on YouTube right now. Like, you done. Yeah, that's all I'm saying. Like, bro. You done can't do it. But you need man. to sell it, though. Sell it. Like, somebody needs yeah. to sell it. I, I get you. Crushes. Um, uh, hard punch is yeah. horrible. Like he did not look like he sold anything, or even made a move looking back. Like even when he was biker crush, the the move didn't look like easy to use, or it didn't look like it came out of nowhere. It was like a setup move that looked uncomfortable. Yeah. And it, especially in the attitude era, it's all about flash. It's all about what hits you right then and there. Sometimes the setup really wasn't that important. It was really the move itself. And when you have a guy, you have to pick a guy up, like you said, wrench his arm backwards and hit him in the heart. You're like. Okay, like I'm already over it. I'm already yeah. over your wrestling. Now I'm over your your fucking wrestling move right here. So yeah, I understand. <laughs> yeah, so it just didn't sell me. I mean, yeah, I'm looking at Alex Baker, bro. He looked freaking scary, bro, with a little handlebar <laughs> fucking you see, it's believable. You're like, bro, don't 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 hit me. You can stop my heart. Like, but you look scary in nineteen seventy, like, I get it because of <laughs> back then. So if some yeah. to the heart, I kinda get it. <laughs> Hell yeah, yeah! Like that's new, that's innovative, you know, and that looks scary, you know. Like people would have been there holding their breath, like, oh my god, they just punched him in the heart, like, bro. But he, he then, then, if I'm not mistaken, was that his signature move or a setup to the heart? Didn't that the, the heart punch? Didn't they have him like crush the heads as well, something like that? Like, so I know when yeah. he was coconut crush, he used to use it as a setup move, and then he used to either do the fucking headbutt or like a little squeeze of ice grip, which was fucking stupid. And then when he was full mm-hmm. on biker yeah. crush, that's when he fucking started using the whole little heart punch as a finisher. I was like, yeah. meh, meh. Yeah, that, that's what it was. So, yeah, bro, terrible. You see, but with Ox Baker, believable. But Crush, nah, bro. Like, listen, no, no, no. Crush, no, no. crush <laughs> loses all the GP for losing to Macho Man at WrestleMania 10 in the Ferrero Street Fight match, where Macho Man hung him upside down by the leg with a chain. <laughs> Yo, bro. I'm done. I forgot about that. Yeah, bro. That's great. Then I couldn't get over the fact, bro, that in some of his, like you said, Coconut Crush, he looked like a uh, a fat Uncle Joey from Fuller, Fuller House, bro. Fuller, full House. Like, that ass, bro. Like, it's like, nah, bro, you're not intimidating. You're about to pull out the woodchuck puppet any minute. Bro, <laughs> as great as Vince yeah. Man was in that, in that era, why didn't we get a fucking crush at the Talk Attack team? They look like they were tailor made, bro. Exactly. They were tailor made for that. Oh my God, bro. Like, Could have called themselves the Island Warriors or some shit like that. <laughs> Bro, they, they they probably if they would have did that, bro, they would have probably held the record, bro. F demolition, like it would have been them with the tag title record, bro. Dead ass. Like I could just I could just picture it right now, the head crush 
to the heart punch <laughs> and then finishing it off with the entrail, whatever that run that he does, and just give him the little. <laughs> just imagine the little vice grip at the top. Goes to the top, not the top rope, middle rope. <laughs> and gives him the little brain <laughs> chop while in the vice. Hell yeah, bro! <laughs> Classic. Oh, I want to rewrite history right now just for that, bro. That's it. Hell yeah, but yeah, that's my number three, bro. I had to go with the heart punch. I I I like it. It's cool. It's devastating, but. It's just it just didn't fit the right guy, but um, yeah. So what's your number? Two? All right, my number two is a little cliche, but I have to put it on mm. because I understand. Like I said before, uh, I'm probably gonna get a lot of people like, "Well, you said this." Like, yes, crowd reaction and crowd prop really does mean a thing when it comes to a finisher, but it also has to look effective and devastating. And this move, yes, as much as it riled the fans up and got the people excited for that time. I still feel like this was a horrible move, and whoever sold this, and plenty of people did in the tag team division, um, it's just nonsensical to me whatsoever. It's not even a throat chop. It's a chop to the fucking chest. It's Scotty Two Hotties worm. This shit annoys the shit out of me in every single way possible. Yes, it was... Rest in peace. I mean, Grandmaster Sexy, you know, rest in peace. That's that dude right there. Even he had a fucking body move. That top rope leg drop was everything. Oh, hell yeah. But, hell but yeah. Scotty, bro, like, bro, like, this right here, I feel like this was just to get people excited. But the fact that people were selling this, a chop to the fucking chest, like, I get it. But you have to fucking wait around for him to do his horrible white boy breakdancing, doing the worm, oh, yeah. doing this little hoof, 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 and then getting the chop, and then getting a the final pin? No, 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 okay? I could understand. I could believe yeah. in people's elbow to some extent. I could believe a cobra to some extent. Because at least it's a fucking, I don't know, fingers to the throat. I can believe. What about Umaga's little <laughs> Samoan spike with his. I was gonna, I was gonna say that. What about the Samoan? Bro, spike, bro, I can believe that because it's a taped up thumb. So I'm like, all right, <laughs> like, it ain't going nowhere. So it's gonna be a, yeah. a dagger to the throat. That's true. That's true. It's only going down. It's going in. <laughs> like, but this right here, yeah. like I didn't get. I I understand people got hyped for it, and I I understand it was part of his gimmick with like Rikishi and with, with Scott with um Grandmaster Sexy. But like I just didn't care. God, you saw like Scotty was the weakest link out of the group too. Oh, he legit was. He legit was. You're absolutely correct about that. So sorry to all the Scotty Tuati fans out there, bro. Like, but. He was legit the weakest link, man, out of that group, bro, honestly. And I agree with you. This, uh, Oh, my God. This this is sorry because I'm I'm actually watching him right now, and he just, like, got claymored after he hit it. But, um, yeah, like, <laughs> ter- terrible. We get it. It goes with the gimmick. It goes with the crowd hype. But like you said, with the overdrive, the fact that you were getting pinned with this, bro, the fact that – and like you said, it was, it was hard to watch for me, for me. And I don't know about anybody else, but obviously for you as well. The, the little, ah, the jumping up and down and then the jumping on one leg, ah. I'm like, bro, just deliver your shit already and keep it pushing. <laughs> yes! <laughs> yes! And then when he came back for that for that Raw reunion, or I think it was like that Raw throwback, you know how they do that little segment. When he was bold as school. fuck, yes. Yeah. <laughs> like, bro, you look terrible, bro. And it was just, it was a weird move. It was hard to watch. I really didn't enjoy it, bro. And I agree with you a thousand percent that he was the weakest link out of that. Straight so, up. Like, you had yeah. Grandmaster Sexy with that beautiful leg drop. And, you know, Jerry's kid mm-hmm. well, too. So he had that going for him. And then Rikishi, bro, like, we could talk about Rikishi and, like, make fun of the, the, the stink ass all day, the stink face. But, like, yeah, the stink ass. Stink I love ass. it. <laughs> or the bonsai drop and shit like that. But Rikishi was a solid worker. Like, he's going to be forever known as that dude that dances but also kicks ass. 
Scotty, bro, you're only yeah. going to be remembered as a worm. That's about it. That's all you're going to be remembered man. for, man. Oh, 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 you're going to be re- – sorry, if you cut you off, finish it off. Mm. What were you going to say? That was oh. it. Oh, yeah. That's all you're going to be remembered for, bro. A worm, a fucking um, – bro, yeah, bro. Like, you <laughs> look like you're going through a middle-age crisis at the time. Like, yo, bro, like, I don't know, man. Like, it was terrible, yeah. And I really didn't – I mean – I was never really a part of the, like, I was never really a fan of them. Maybe that's another reason why I really didn't F with it, because to me, I never really got gravitated to them. Grandmaster Sex, they did it, did do his thing, though. You know, like, I, I just, you know, feel terrible because I could just imagine the lengths that, you know, maybe the Heisen's kid would achieve. You get what I'm saying? Right. Like, you know, Lawler's son, he did have the talent, but I feel like you said this whole kind of crew held him back. I could just imagine, you know, on a legit singles run. So, I mean, but yeah, terrible, terrible, bro. Terrible. It should be number one. <laughs> Ooh, I got a number one already. <laughs> but I want to hear your number two. Your number two. My number dos. My Bailey Doe straps. Um, <laughs> yeah. Oh, now I hear you. Yeah, nah, I was getting a call. Apologize for that. Um, but yeah, so my number two. Can you hear me? Yes, I can. All right. I apologize to the listeners out there. But um, yeah, mm-hmm. um, my number two, off the rip. Yeah, it's an intimidating move as well. But it is a move that is fucking nasty and disgusting. <laughs> my number two is the mandible claw. Just because how <laughs> unhygienic it is. <laughs> like, no, it is the mandible claw. My number two. My number two is the mandible claw. It's so nasty. Is unhygienic. It looks like it stinks, bro. Like legit, the person shoving the fingers in, like, yo, girl, wash your hands. Like, ugh, I, don't, I don't, bro, no, no, no. And then just to have another man, grown ass man's fingers shoved in your mouth has to make you feel so small, bro. Like, no, there's no way you're not paying me enough to get this shit done, bro. Like, I mean, we've seen it. You know, the fiend has used it again today. Um, it came to prominence actually when mankind, you know started doing it but the move has been around since like the 1960s you know it was, mm-hmm. it was um uh, sam shepherd that invented it he was actually a physician turned pro wrestler so and he legit you know if applied right he said it it hurts it can black a person out or it could even you know supposedly kill somebody because i saw something while i was looking up for the history and stuff like that um throughout wrestling history for the mandible claw there's a dark side to the mandible claw i think somebody bodied his wife with that shit you know, so I don't want to read too much into that or whatever, but like, I'm like, yo, bro. that's good stuff. Yeah. I mean, it looks like it hurts. It looks devious. They said if applied right, because, you know, you, t- you stick it into the soft shit and the tissue, then you go to the nerve, push up, push down. But it's nasty. And then actually it got rejected um, the first time mankind fucking, um, which uh, oh, pitched it. Huh? Yeah. Yeah. When he yeah, pitched yeah. it, because that's another thing. Like you said, it has to be impactful. It has to be, you know, wowing. But, you know, they told him, okay, wait, so you want to shove your fingers in another man's mouth? Bro, they could counter that shit easily. Just bite your fucking fingers off. <laughs> you know what I'm I was saying? about to say that. <laughs> yeah. It's a simple bite. <laughs> yeah. So they told him that. They were like, nah, you're not doing that. Like, after it, you know, it seems very easy to reverse. But I guess he came back with the Sako and stuff like that. And they pitched it and they loved it. You know, and it got over the mandible claw. Mandible claw. And the Fiend is using it. You get what I'm saying? So with the Fiend, to me, is more impactful. Because you got this psychotic dude, like, ah, shoving, you know, his hands down. 
your gullet, like JR used to say. It. Like, you know what I'm saying? But, like, just just off the rip, bro, it's unhygienic. So it has to be the mandible claw number two, man. How do you feel about the mandible claw? You know what? I, I understand. I understand what you're going through. I, I have a love-hate relationship with the mandible claw. I definitely think it's a disgusting move and definitely easily counter. But, yeah, it has an awesome dark history back in the day of, you know, using that to kill people or suffocate people. And I yeah. love that history with it. Like, it's, it's pretty deep and crazy if you go back and take a look and take a good read out of it but mm-hmm. yeah easily countered or whatnot and i understand like if 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 it's, if it's used kind of like how brazy's in right now where he smothers an opponent like he just yeah. looks like he's covering their nose as well to mm-hmm. his other hand like he looks like he's actually suffocating them mm-hmm. like that works when mick foley did it for the first time like God bless the taker because taker sold the <laughs> shit out of that. Like, my man's eyes were rolling back. He was foaming at the mouth. <laughs> he took an Alka Seltzer and started going, Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> He did, bro. He was like, Yo, yo, they probably told him, bro, sell this move. It's a crappy ass move, but you have to sell it. Take this Alka Seltzer and just foam at the mouth. And he did, but homeboy, like, he sold it like no tomorrow. If anything, he can't, you know, he, he, that put Mick Foley on the map right there. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, as time went on, like, he definitely, you know, he's, he used it less and less unless it was with Sako. I definitely feel like he has a move that's worse than that, in my opinion. It's not on my list. It will be an honorable mention. I'll say it right now. Yeah. His, his double-arm DDT looks fucking trash as hell, bro. <laughs> like, <laughs> Just because it's him. Just because it's him, but... Like you said, we'll, we'll, I guess we'll give honorable mentions, but that I, I thought about the same. But it's I'm like, then I thought about the double arm DDT. I'm like, nah, it's just it's just the way mankind delivers it. Bro. Like, yeah, like, it's just him. It's just him because then you got John Moxley doing it, and it looks fucking fire or stuff like it that. It does. Yeah. Drew McIntyre does it. It looks mm-hmm. great. It looks great. So this is you know big old Vince Foley. <laughs> it's like he just puzzled arms. Like here we go. <laughs> I'm so done, bro. <laughs> <laughs> funnest memory of him doing that because he does he, he he just has like horrible ways of doing it i remember remember we tried to do a setup with um do love he called it like sweet sh- sweet shin music yeah oh he, oh, he, he just like hit the shin <laughs> he hits the shin that hits the fucking lazy ass <laughs> double yeah, bro, that was but my my favorite moment of him doing it though was at the, the hell in the cell with the with the, the with the king of the ring Mm-hmm. Where he comes back after getting thrown off and choke slammed and shit like that, and they're continuing the match. And he's like all concussed. He does not know where he is. <laughs> is but God bless Taker one more time. <laughs> Taker, <laughs> he sells the shit out of his double R DDT <laughs> with Mick Foley concussed with a tooth coming out of his mouth. This is the best thing to see ever because <laughs> Mick does not know it. It's all instinct at this point. Word. <laughs> That is fact, bro. Oh man, like it, it, it's funny. I think it's just the way, like I said, he delivered it because yeah. some other people would sell it. Him, if you look at it from a certain angle, like he just gives too much separation between himself and the body. Like you get what I'm saying? Of the opponent. <laughs> Maybe it's because he's a big dude, so he's like, yo, I gotta, you know, ah, shift it. But yeah, <laughs> he shifts all the way. <laughs> but I, I like it. Metal claw, I got you, bro. I like it. I like it. So, all right. This is the top three, and it's winding down. You know, I like this. It's short, sweet, it's fun, entertaining, going back and forth. People are getting an insight of our kookiness and stuff like that, um, and our personality. So, what's your worst finisher that you cannot stand? That, in your opinion, is it had to be number one because there's nothing out there that's terrible as this. 
What's your number one? <laughs> Let me get my honorable mentions. Let me get okay. my honorable mentions. Yeah. I gotta build this up. Yeah. Okay. I definitely gotta put the Scorpion Deathlock from Skits. No. Sting. Yes. Yeah. Yes. In my in my opinion, <laughs> Sting cannot pull this fucking move. And I researched it. I went back to 1987 and I saw him pull this shit off on Ric Flair. And dude, he has no balance whatsoever. He's all upper body. Like, dude is all fucking lifting weights all day, but his legs are mad scrawny. So when he fucking tries to balance that fucking scorpion deathlock, he's literally holding the opponent's back, trying to balance with it, almost falling off. There's times in fucking TNA where he literally falls off the scorpion deathlock, okay? <laughs> Fuck that shit. Scorpion death drop, great move, singer splash. Also, he pulls a tombstone out of nowhere sometimes, cool. But yeah. no, fuck that move altogether. Um, Bret Hart all the way to the sharpshooter. Um, uh, John Cena's STFU. Bro, yeah. I hate that move with all passion. It does not look like it hurts. There's points when he actually puts it on where he doesn't even wrench the neck or the face. He literally crosses his forearms and your jaw is just just chilling. Like you are selling yeah. the move yourself. Like yeah. I remember looking at Shawn Michaels their main event where he has to sell this shit and tap out to this shit and Shawn Michaels is literally resting his fucking dome on, on John Cena's <laughs> right I'm like what is this yeah. and then he taps out I'm like no like bro like Cena come on you got some big ass forearms bro you lift bro you fucking pull you know, pick up cars and shit like that wrench the dude man Make oh God, come on man that shit pissed me off do I have one more um no. <sighs> I'll put one more on this. Let me see. I know there's one more that like I just hated. Um, uh, <laughs> the the heart punch was I there. I the the heart punch was there. <laughs> um, no, no, I, those, those two right there are my honorable mentions no. right there. So I'll, I'll put my my number one at my ass right here. Um, not to knock a guy down when he's down already, because mm. I feel bad for the dude, and I know you like the dude as well too. Okay. But I cannot stand this move. And I understand. I love when mixed martial arts is integrated with professional wrestling. I totally get it. They're stepsisters, stepbrothers. It happens. It's awesome. But if used incorrectly, you look like a fucking moron. I swear to everything in my life. Okay? When fucking <laughs> Kyle O'Reilly pulls on a fucking um, heel hook, it looks great. When Timothy Thatcher puts a guillotine on, looks phenomenal. When Drew Gulak puts a Gulak on, <laughs> I love it. <laughs> looks great. But when Dexter fucking Loomis oh, <laughs> puts on this head and arm choke <laughs> and sits up with you, which fucking makes the move stupid and it doesn't look like it works or hurts whatsoever. He calls it the silence. No, the only silence is the fucking crowd. And guess what? The crowd's not even there, asshole. Okay, you've used this move in TNA, and it didn't get over. You fucking went through, like, Ohio Valley Wrestling. You went to Florida. You went back to fucking Global Force Wrestling with the same goddamn move. You changed your look. You put a handlebar. You put a little mustache on. Looking like, <laughs> looking like my man Magnum P.I. You know. You know, you put you put some body mass on. Good for you, brother. But you keep this fucking stupid move, and it looks dumb. It's dumb. It does not hurt whatsoever. 
Jack fucking Swagger, Jake Hager does this shit 10 times better. And this guy sometimes on a good day looks like a decent wrestler. You're supposed <laughs> to be this guy with world experience. Like, what the fuck? Uh, okay, I'm done. That's my number one worst finisher of all time. It's even recent, but still, like, no, I don't care. I could take a heart punch. I could take uh, a Kali chop. I could mm. take a cobra. I could take a mandible claw. If Dexter Loomis puts me in this shit, I swear to God, I'm tickling his fucking armpit all day. I don't care. I'm pulling the cam and grinds. I'm fucking tickling his, his junk right there. Like, this ain't affecting me, brother. Like, no, 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 no. I hate this move so much. I know. I know. I don't hate the guy that much. I just hate the move. <laughs> I'm done. The, the, the fucking passion. Somebody's coming across as a Dexter Loomis hater. Huh. Yes. Ah, yes. I'm starting to notice the trend on the podcast. You ain't <laughs> fucking with Dexter. You miss. No. Um, I, I get you, bro. I, I get it. You know? <laughs> I, yeah, I just want real mellow. I get you. I mean, I understand your points. There are other people that make it look fucking awesome and phenomenal. I just think for him, it's just the selling point of his character, I guess. They're like, you know, let's just make him kind of look like he's cradling him or something like that. Or whatever, but like cradle him afterwards, though. Like, submit the guy first. You know, you can even just yeah. like you know, blow in his ear hole while you fucking do a proper fucking head and arm choke, and it, it looks believable, it looks real, and it looks like you could take somebody, bro. If, if you put that on Keith Lee, it looks stupid. If you put that on like uh Damian Priest, it looks stupid because you're cradling a big motherfucker and mm. just seeing that guy sell it and just pass out, like. Uh, yeah. uh, <laughs> like, no, no, no. I believe if it's a small dude, you put like a like a low key in there. You know that's a callback name right here. I don't know mm-hmm. a callback name. Elix Skipper or fucking uh, I don't know Kazarian and shit like that. Yeah. You know smaller guys. Yeah, Zack Saber Junior. Little look great on you. Fantastic. A big dude just crawling the shit out of a small dude. But when you put it on like a, like a I don't know, it's a decently you know big guy, six one, six two. It just looks like you're just holding him. It doesn't look effective whatsoever. And I know the guy's injured right now, and he had a big break coming, and he was working for a big break and a big push, and now he's injured. I get it. I'm not trying to kick a guy down. But you know what, Dexter? Now is the time. If you listen to Elite Wrestling Audio, which I hope you do, right. I'm going to tag you on this shit as well, too. <laughs> now you can come back and be like, I, right, my boy Val Cisco is critiquing my fucking move, so I'm going to put him to shame right now, mm-hmm. and I'm going to... I'm going to go ahead and do a head and arm choke, but I'm going to yank the guy while I'm standing up so he looks like he's struggling. And, mm. yeah, that looks great, you know, or yeah. or just do a proper one. I'm happy with that. I'm not a giant MMA aficionado. I'm not a fucking, you know, jiu-jitsu guru. But at the same time, I know it looks like shit. And that looks like <laughs> <shit>. <laughs> I know it looks like shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's all I got. To, oh, that's man. all I got to say about that. <laughs> <laughs> that was great. Like, ain't no faking the funk with you with the Dustin Loomis. <laughs> that was great. No, I, I get you. though I get you. Yeah, maybe it'll be more intimidating if you make some tweaks to it and adds something like that. But I think it's just you know the whole selling point. They're like, yo, fuck it, just cradle the opponent, stuff like that, and you know, kind of make it seem like you're hugging him. Like, kind of, it kind of looks like, um, you know how they say, oh, you just love the person so much that you smother them to death or whatever or something like that. I I guess it's coming across as that, but... I get it. You... Are you with me, Sam? There you go. 
Oh yeah, I don't know. I guess my internet's kind of kooky. But um, yeah, like um, like you said, as you know, there there are other people that look way better, and he has been using this move for a minute. I guess he's really committed to this to get it over. You get what I'm saying? So. I don't know, man. Like, I get it. I get it. I give him that. I, I, I give him that. He commits to his move. When you commit yeah, to your move, he, I got you. I, you. You got my blessing in a certain way, but you, the shit still stinks, and I don't like it. <laughs> so... <laughs> <laughs> oh, bro, man. Like, that, that was a good one. I, I didn't think that one was coming mm-hmm. out, though, bro. Honestly, I didn't think, I didn't think that, that one caught me by surprise. You know that one really did catch. Me I was gonna. I, you were gonna say I was gonna else. use the Scorpion yeah. Deathlock as my number one because of Sting's mm-hmm. uh, fandom and notoriety because he's so popular, and I just I wanted to call fans on their bullshit for liking a bullshit move um, done improperly by a popular person. That's all I wanted to say. When I seen that move done so many times in Japan or even in America with fucking you know Bret Hart, or even if you want to do somebody recent that uses the move. Fucking like Davy Davy Boy Smith Jr. uses it, Cesaro uses it, and it looks phenomenal. So there's no fucking excuse why a guy with 30 years of fucking experience should not be able to fuck up that move all the time. But it's okay. It's uh, <laughs> it's it's okay. Yeah, <laughs> it's Dexter Loomis. But you know what though? Speaking about the Dexter Loomis though, and his finisher, bro. People people on his on his bandwagon. They're on the Dexter Loomis jump, bro. They're riding it. Like, they are. Everybody wants everybody wants to see this guy's champ. Like, I mean, I love the character. I love Dexter Loomis. I'm one as well, you know. But there is a lot of character missing. You get what I'm saying? But, and, I mean, it's cool now. It's fun. It's different. That's what it is. You know, some people, I mean, of course, you know, he's been all over, Impact, stuff like that. But, you know, it's a little different, I think, for WWE, a gimmick like that. Well, I, I'm, I'm, I may be Here's wrong, the thing. Yeah. Like, I don't mm. mind the character whatsoever. I, I think he's very toned yeah. down to what he did in Impact TNA Wrestling. Because mm-hmm. before he was the OD stalker, fucking kidnapping Christy Hemings, making fucking shrines of her hair locks and shit like that. So, like, yes, he can't mm-hmm. be doing that these days in the PG era. I get it. But, like, he, he, he finds himself in, like a rock in a hard place right now because of the fact that he very well could push this character to be more of like a stalker, more of like, you know, someone a little bit more devious, right? But you already have someone that's playing that character a little bit more intensely and that's uh killing cross and yeah. uh, carrying cross excuse me and um with my man killer cross doing that gimmick you know just you know yoking people up from the background stalking them and you know saying it's your fault this is your fault for me doing that i feel like that puts dexter in a, in a place where he's like in limbo it's like do i get kookier with this character and get like a little more sillier or do i try to make this a little bit more serious and i feel like the kookier he gets the more he's falling down um, Adam Rose territory where it has a shelf life for a little bit, but once like yeah. that shelf life's over, what else do you what else can you besides creepy guy with blonde hair and a mustache? <laughs> he can provide you crazy manly pictures on his Instagram holding whiskey <laughs> bottles and cigars and fucking tomahawk steaks. <laughs> I'm mad at my own heart. <laughs> he's a madman. He looks like he carves fucking bars of soap with a knife, bro. <laughs> Not even that with his chesticle. Just grind. Which I don't know what. Which I don't know. Did you say his chesticles? I don't know what is up, but he reminded me of my pops. 
my dad stay cutting ass on his chesticles and his physique. He's like, bro, like he don't even look intimidating. He doesn't look big at all. Like, it's going <laughs> here. Like, you know what bothers know me why. about him a little bit? I'll tell you what bothers me too. Yeah. He's a little too red for my taste. Like he's <laughs> like he looks like he's constantly getting burned by the sun. And I don't know what yeah. that is. Uh, maybe he's just tanning yeah. too much, but he looks constantly red. And not like Hulk Hogan maybe. good. Like, Hulk Hogan looks like bacon. He has the perfect tan, okay? He has leather. That's his, <laughs> that's his color, okay? <laughs> maybe, maybe, maybe. Maybe he on the juice, bro. Maybe on the cycle. That's why. <laughs> could be. Could be. <laughs> They're like, damn it. Get him on the cycle. I need him on the <laughs> <laughs> like, mm. Yeah. Oh, speaking about Raw, I uh, want to hear your Raw opinion on your number one, sir. My raw opinion on my number one. Before I jump into my number one, I, I have a few honorable mentions. Um, right off the bat, I'll say it. The fucking Kylie chop. That shit is stupid <laughs> as hell, bro. I'm sorry. Uh, I, I, I can't guess down with that, bro. You just like, ah, you chopping somebody? Like, nah, bro. No, no way in hell, man. I'm done. I mean, I, I get it. He had some big freaking skillet hands and stuff like that. But no, bro. No, 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 no. Second one would have to probably be um, the world's longest strength. So I can't even say it. That's how bad it is. I can't even say the, the world's strongest slam, bro. Like, I love Mark Henry. Mark Henry's cool. We know him and stuff like that, you know. But nah, man, that doesn't look like a hurt. That's bro. all he got, though. That's, yeah, that's all he got. got. Yeah. <laughs> that's it, bro. Big old fluffy Mark Henry falling on you is not doing it for me, bro. I'm sorry. <laughs> World's strongest slam. Um, what else? Um, trying to go down. Let me see. Um, uh, hmm, I think that's about it. Yeah, bro. Like, because I would say, I would think about um, <clears throat> Hogan's leg drop just because it's terrible. But I mean, we all, we all, I think everybody is in agreement that the Hogan leg drop is terrible and stuff like that. I'm trying to think about something like But I get it, though. Like, I I can get the Hogan to some extent. And this is why I say Mm. it, because the Hogan leg drop and the Warrior Splash were going to be in my honorable mentions. But I really had to think about it. And I put myself in a position. I laid on the floor. And I let my daughter, like, jump on me for a second, right? And I was like, kiddo, just jump on me. And I wanted to see what my reaction was. Like, and she jumped fucking high. And, of course, my body flinches because I'm not going to take that shit. So I just yeah. think in my head, if a guy that's fucking six foot six wants to draw his giant fucking thigh on my face, that's going <laughs> to probably hurt. Like, <laughs> somewhere down the line, my nose is going to get caught. And I'm not going to like that. So I can get it to some extent. <laughs> yeah, I get it. Yeah, I get it. Probably last honorable mention. It's always been so stupid. This could have easily been like my number one, bro. Like, I mean, I get it, but when Taker started using the fucking Hell's Gate, bro, it's just it's just so no! terrible. It's so terrible, bro. It's so terrible. It's not even a it's literally whatever you want to call it a triangle stretch. It's it's go go plata. Yeah, let's go go plata, bro. Hell's Gate, fucking terrible. Have yo, bro. The only thing why it looked so intimidating was. It was the hands. That was the selling point. Yeah. The hands pulling, pulling the head down. But besides that, bro, nothing. No beautiful setup. No nice. No nothing. Nothing look, Nothing life-threatening about. The best one he did was at Mania Edge. That was a great counter. Yeah, that was that was like probably one of the best ones. Besides that, kind of like the John Cena FTS or whatever. That it looked like, yo, bro, you had gap between your neck and your head right now, bro. Why are you squirming and tapping out to this? So it's terrible, terrible Hell's Gate. Um, 
Yeah, those are my probably honorable mentions. And if I had just one because I dislike the dude, I mean, as a wrestler and, and what he does to the company, and it just reminds me of him, it, it'll have to be uh, – I, I get the judo history behind it, but it will have to be Ronda's freaking uh, reverse uh, Kata Garama, whatever oh, the fuck it's called. Oh, I forget um, about that stand- shit. That little yeah. like Samoan drop that she does. Yeah, oh. so I would have to do that because it's so bootleg. I mean, I get it, the judo and stuff like that, but it's so bootleg, like you said. It just reminds me too much of Brock Lesnar. She was trying, they were trying to put her like the female Brock Lesnar, whatever. So it, it, it's terrible, bro. Like, uh, like no, no, that it has to be on my honorable mentions. Mm. How do you feel about that one? Because it looks like you wanted to say something. No, no, no. I, I, yeah, yeah, oh. yeah. I, I'm mad that I forgot about that fucking move. Like yeah. every time she did it, she did it awkwardly, and every time she, yeah. it, it made the fucking finish of WrestleMania look stupid because Becky had to counter that shit. And mm-hmm. that looks stupid. I don't know who to blame on that match right there. I'm going to say Ronda yeah. because she looked like a fucking idiot doing that shit. But yeah, bro. Yeah, she yeah. did. That's, she that's, did. That's, that's a great pick right there, honestly. That's, that should be number one for everybody. But yeah, I get you. <laughs> yeah. She definitely. But um, so yeah, my number one. I mean, we already said it, bro, on this. So I just had to keep it quiet. I apologize for the ruckus in the back. But um, it's the overdrive. That's my number one. My number one is the overdrive. You know, I dislike this move. I despise it. Ah, Terrible, terrible move. There's nothing, bro, even the the Ronda, I had to throw it as an honorable mention, but this to me is still worse than that, bro. Like, like you said, this, I get like Chris Jericho freaking vibes where he was beefing with Dean Malenko, 1001. Like, bro, this is just, Somebody sat in the back. How can we make a neck breaker different? You know what I'm saying? Like this, this is all it was. This is all it was, bro. Because it, it's just a fucking regular neck breaker. You have your driving neck breakers, your fucking uh, swinging neck breakers, reverse neck breaker, neck breakers, bro. And then you just got the overdrive. Let's just call it overdrive and not even sell it as a neck breaker that it is. You get know what I'm saying? It, like we said it earlier, doesn't look. It doesn't look painful, but it looks painful in all the wrong ways. Mm-hmm. You're just sitting there head being pushed down while you're waiting for the person to showboat and deliver it. You know, it looks like an awkward setup. It looks like a, a just a fail. Like, yeah, okay, I'm going to just flip over. You get what I'm saying? Like, and it's just a terrible move, bro. From the playmaker to the ozone, there's no way of disguising this to fucking make a phenomenal or impactful move. That's why we probably don't see a lot of people using it now in the wrestling industry because they see it now like how stupid it is. You get what I'm saying? Like, no, this is like the generic... I wouldn't even say number five move on a creative wrestler list. This is like the generic number one move, you know, generic one. This is it, bro. Like the overdrive. Like it's fucking terrible. Man. Yeah, you I, make I despise this. You make yeah. great points with the fucking how it looks like it hurts him more than it hurts the other person. Like when MVP yeah. does it, he looks like he's falling flat on his face when he finishes. I'm like, why? Like where did this go right for you? <laughs> Dead ass, bro. Like it looks like it hurts because like but he does it perfect. Orton, when he did it, it was like, okay, you know, I'm, I'm going to hold myself. Fuck that. I'm not. But MVP, bro, he made sure he sell the hell out of Full commit. <laughs> yeah, full, full commit, bro. Like, there is no emergency cord, no second shoot on him. He's just like, yo, I'm going full commit with this. And, yeah, overdrive has to be number one for me, bro. I can't stand this. If I see this, it's like, bro, what are you doing? No impact. Nothing, bro. Nothing. Yeah, man. Yeah. Like, you know what? And I'm just getting, like, little vibes right now uh, of that move. Too because and mm-hmm. I, I, I didn't put her in my honorable mention because I feel like the move mm-hmm. when it's done, like finished, it looks like it hurts. But Bailey's mm-hmm. set up to her new finisher, like that, that headlock driver, 
it almost yeah. gives me overdrive feels because she complicates it more than it should be. Like she puts like the opponent's like arm in between her leg and then she does like the, the little driver with the head, which yeah, it kind of looks stupid at first, but the effect is there. Like it's a head, like a, it's like a DDT anyway. So it works mm-hmm. for me. It works for me. But like the setup, yeah. sometimes moves don't need to be fucking that complicated. I, like you said earlier, when we were doing research, somebody put the Claymore as their top worst finisher. That move is savage. It's a kick to the fucking face. What more do you yeah. need? I was like, why would the Claymore be even... It's simple. It's impactful. The setups come out crazy. You know, you can do it beautifully, like you said, with Diamond Dallas with the D, uh, Diamond Cutter. You can do it from different angles. And it's like you said, a finisher doesn't have to be complicated, bro. Like, just give me something impactful. And it could just be delivered out of nowhere and... And uh, uh, the flash of a pen, you get what I'm saying? Like it just comes out so fast. Like so, like he did. Um, what was it? That pay per view where he did with Dolph Ziggler? I forgot the last one. Extreme Rules? No, Horror Show was it? Yeah, was it Horror Show? Yeah, where he just came out of nowhere with it. I was like, okay, that was yeah. a beautiful setup. You got me there. You know. So, but yeah, sometimes they overcomplicated that. It's like you know where it's like, hmm, like you said, I don't know if uh, Sasha Banks. You know the the bank statement, the fact that she would do like the backstabber to the rollover that would hurt it. You get what I'm saying? Like it, it was just. Awkward. Sometimes she wouldn't even flip over correctly. Exactly. And stuff with it. So it just looked like, okay, yeah, this looks very sloppy. Okay, whatever. But then she switched it up. Yeah, she switched it up. Exactly. She switched it up. Now it looks cool. But the whole flipping, so... You know, but yeah. as I was doing my research, too, I found one move that actually wrestlers hate to take or hated to take all the time, too. Oh, um, interesting. And it, it, it interested me, too, because I get it in a way. Like, and mm-hmm. I put my head into it. I was like, well, yeah, there's not a lot of, there's a lot of room for error. And no matter how you take it, it's going to hurt. And I used to, uh, when I read it, this, um, it was stated that people used to take, hate to take the Undertaker's last ride. Mm, because okay. of the fact that he's like yeah. six foot, like 10. And then you're putting yeah. yourself an extra two inches up in the air. So you're about a good 10, 11 feet high right there. And you get driven straight on your back and your neck people used to hate that because there was no possible way you could just take that without yeah. feeling it whatsoever yeah no that's that's true actually yeah that's very interesting like looking at it now yeah um there is no way that you can mitigate that damage because you're just fall- half of the time we've seen these people um fall they were just like really falling with their arms like spread out you yeah. know what i'm saying like just flat out um so yeah that 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 move is dangerous as well you know, so I can understand, yeah, why they were they don't want to take it. And you're you're falling from like probably seven, not seven, but you know, like some high ass fucking. I'm, I'm exaggerating, seven feet. But yeah, you're about from, seven feet. Yeah, about seven feet. Yeah, yeah, you're probably falling from seven feet straight onto your back where your arms had. You had to take that bump. There was no protecting. So yeah, man, like that one. That one was freaking terrible. One move that. I don't know why, but it's very dangerous to me. And I, I, I don't know about wrestlers if they feel the same way. Now that you're talking about the last drive, this would have been an honorable mention because we have seen people get fucked over with this move uh, various times, bro. It would have to be like uh, this. Uh, I, 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 the technical name it fucking escapes me always, but I just because Brian Cage uses it all the time. Steiner screwdriver, the oh, yeah. claw, yeah, real, bro. Like, yeah, that move is just terrible. And it, 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 it sometimes, bro, I look at Brian Cage, like, yo, you a big motherfucker. Why are you shaking holding this dude? You better make sure he falls right. You get what I'm saying? <laughs> I'll like, tell you this much: <laughs> Brian Cage, at least when he finishes it, it looks kind of safe. Yeah, it's sloppy, but I challenge yeah. you to look at Scott Steiner, New no. Japan or All Japan. <clears throat> 
he, he would do it to hurt people. Yes, yeah. he would drop yeah, people would, on their head. Yeah. On their head, yeah, bro. I, I sit here and look at him when he used to do it in New Japan, and it had malicious intent behind it, bro. Mm-hmm. Like I'm like, yo, bro, you're not even cradling the head to hold him, support him. You're just bang throwing him on the head. I'm like, damn. But this is New Japan. Like yeah. any move out there is malicious intent out there. Like, well, yeah, they don't care. <laughs> yeah, they don't. Yeah, out there, there's no fucking chill. Like, <laughs> they'll do a pile driver from the top row and land on directly under dome. And like, all right, next. Like, dude, um, um, what's his name? Not Sakuraba. Look at me, horrible. Um, uh, Shibata, Shibata, Shibata took a fucking headbutt and crashed his dome. His literal skull imploded, and mm-hmm. he had to take years, like two, at least two years, just to recover, just to say hi to people, just to come out yeah. on fucking TV and be like, "I'm okay, everybody." But yeah, okay. that's <laughs> yeah. how New Japan goes. New Japan go hard. Okay, Earth go hard. Yeah, no, that's <laughs> yeah, they they do, bro. They do, man. And I forgot about that Shibata freaking headbutt. What was it that he hit it with against? Um. I forget, but I know that he's the one that usually does the headbutt, and he fucking gave yeah. his own head in. Yeah, that wasn't the one to Okada, right? No. Oh, okay, yeah, because I'm, yeah, bro, he, he's, that's Dexter Loomis is committing to the headbutt, bro. <laughs> like, I'm going to commit to the headbutt, bro, yeah. Like, I don't know, man. But yeah, so getting back to Overdrive, number one, terrible, terrible. There's nothing else that can be the Overdrive, in my opinion, in wrestling but history at all for the worst fucking finisher, bro. Honestly, well, there you have yeah. it, guys. That was our three count of worst finishers in professional wrestling. I hope you guys mm-hmm. enjoyed it. Um, I know we enjoyed it. This is popping our cherry for this one right here. So, yep, a little scattered, yeah. but we had a good time with it, bro. Yeah, I, I had a good time. I enjoyed it, like you said, and I think uh, hopefully the listeners will appreciate it because it's different. Like, you know, we broke the norm because we always do smart mark talk with the recap of the week. This is different. Um, it was fun. I'm sure people will be like, okay, you know, I can relate to this dude or oh, this motherfucker look like he's funny or something, you know? So hopefully it just brought a, a more intimate personal feel as well as just straight monotone robotic recaps, you know? So we'll be doing a lot more of this and stuff like that where, I, I, um, you know, top three, worst, best, things like yep. that. So yeah, three count. Definitely. definitely, man. Where can people find you if they want to talk to you about Ooh. professional wrestling, some finishers? Ooh. They want to talk to you about Dexter Loomis. Ooh, Dexter Loomis are talking about how great the overdrive is. <laughs> like, um, they can find, you know, of course, they can find us here where uh, EWA is on every podcast platform. It has an Instagram, a Twitter, or Facebook as well. It's on uh, Spotify, iHeart. Uh, Podbean, yeah, Podbean. Mm-hmm. You know, you can flick your bean while you listen to mm-hmm. Podbean and listen to us <laughs> in your mm-hmm. ear. But, uh, but um, yeah, so it's on there. Um, hit, hit us up there. Uh, they can find us also if you guys like because you know we spoke about some MMA moves. Hell's Gate, that's rumors. If you guys like, <laughs> if you guys like MMA, <laughs> Kyle O'Reilly. If you guys like MMA, you know, hit us up on the Kimura Chronicles. Jump over there where we talk about MMA. Reviews, picks, news, things like that. It's all MMA. It's all the same that we do here, but it's MMA over there that has a Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, and it's on all podcast platforms. Look us up, hit us up, you know. Um, yeah, if you want to hit me up, you can hit me up on my Instagram at underscore J Rance. You can hit me up on my Twitter at LibraFills underscore. Also, you know, we have, uh, if you're a gamer, we got game talk for you as well, Lag Switch Gaming. You can catch me there. You can catch 
Valder, and you can catch our boy Jake on that where we talk about gaming. That's just strictly gaming. Any type of gaming, you know. We're going to see if we can get our boy Val on that because recently he just like deep dove into Borderlands yes, I did. 3, so I want to pick his <laughs> brain. Yeah. He's just gone full-blown madman. I think I think he legit got the Borderland bug right now. That's what mm-hmm. it is, bro. Because once you get that Borderland bug, you just deep dive. So I just want to pick your brain, ask you questions and stuff like that. We'll try to get that up soon. There's no rush for that. You know, we can just do that whenever and stuff like that. But um, yeah, video games. You can check out the Lag Switch Gaming. Uh, the last episode was podcast. Um, the Xbox reveal. How we felt about that. That's still getting some listens and hits. So check that out, guys. Um, you can also find me on Vals, where we talk about pop culture. You know, if you're a pop culture head, you're a nerd, you're a geek, you love your movies, you love your records, you love everything. Check us out, on Pop Culture Fanatics. We're out there, Jake as well. I'm out there, and Val, of course, running that show over there. Where can they find you? I brother? couldn't say it better myself, man. Yes, you can find all these podcasts and all the major podcast forms out there, whether it be iHeartRadio, uh, Spotify, uh, Apple Podcasts out there. So please listen, like, review, subscribe, comment, dislike, say we're pieces of shit, all that stuff. Oh, say, yeah. I need, uh, how dare you speak about the overdrive? It was my favorite thing since Jolt Cola. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot about Jolt Cola. I thought you were going to say, it's my favorite thing since fucking Crystal Pepsi. <laughs> <laughs> but yes, yeah, no, but that, yeah, definitely hit us up. Also, I want to say, you know, just real quick, you know, shout out to James. He's always on the Facebook interacting with us and stuff like that. So, James, if you're listening, shout out, brother. Keep the support up. Appreciate it. There you go, brother. Yes, thank you, James, for listening and supporting <laughs> you to this podcast right here. But, um, if you want to find which, oh, go, go ahead. Which is, I apologize. Don't get, get, get that really terrible yet. Yeah, no, 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 I'll, I'll yeah. get this out the way. Um, uncandy underscore V at Twitter and uh, Val Cisco on Instagram. You can find me and talk shit if you want to. Go for it, bro. Oh, no. Um, yeah, no, it, was, it wasn't important. Um, just like flipped over to the uh, AEW's Women Tag Team Tournament Cup and stuff like that. You got your, you got your shorty blue pants teaming up with, um, I don't know if it's Paris Chick or Big Swole. So, yeah, this, this looks kind of interesting. Yeah. Ah, fuck. But, yeah, so we'll definitely check that out. Yeah. But, um, yeah, guys, hit us up, interact, subscribe, you know, let us know how we're doing. Yeah, man. It's been a pleasure, brother. Oh, of course. Are we going to end this with a hashtag? Yeah. Or are we going to hashtag this? Um, true. Hashtag three count. Hashtag uh, overdrive. There you go. <laughs> it is not sunset. It is not sunset overdrive. Yeah. Hashtag overdrive. Hashtag overdrive. Um, <laughs> yeah. Fuck that. That's the hashtag, bro. Hashtag overdrive. Since that was like, that came out on both lists. <laughs> Bet. All right, Ben. It's been a pleasure, guys. Y'all take care. Have a good one. (laughs) Take care, everybody. Later, Later, bro.